Hola mi gente and welcome back to Make the Space with Ashley. I'm your host Ashley. Thank you guys for tuning in again to another episode. I greatly appreciate it and um, let's just get right into it. I'm, I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing great and we're just going to jump right into this episode. So for this episode, we're going to be talking about emotional support animals or as some people may know them as ESA, short uh, ESA. So I noticed that uh, a lot of people have seen like things on the news about emotional support animals, like people bringing pigs on a plane or, you know, dogs, or I think one time I even saw a news story about a guy and his peacock and he was saying that it was an emotional support animal. And um, I mean, to each his own, I do think that certain animals I'm just like "Mm, I don't know about that one for me but like I said to each his own so we're gonna talk a little bit about what an emotional support animal is and my experience with my emotional support animal so what is an emotional support animal or an ESA it's a type of animal that provides comfort to help relieve a symptom or effect of a person's disability and uh, depression and anxiety is now considered a disability. Under the governing governing law, I don't know why I have such a hard time saying that word, an emotional support animal is not a pet and is generally not restricted by species. An emotional support animal differs from a service animal. So people are probably thinking like, so how does this differ? And we're gonna get into that. So, To have your animal be considered as an ESA, the animal needs to essentially be prescribed by a licensed mental health professional to a person with a disabling mental illness. So they use the word prescribed, like, you know, like you're getting a prescription of medicine, but it's not necessarily like they're writing out a prescription for you. A therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist must determine that the presence of the animal is needed for the mental health of the patient. The, like for example, if it's a dog, the dog could be any age or any breed. Um, and ESAs are great because they provide support through companionship and they can help ease anxiety, depression, and even certain phobias. Uh, so we touched a little bit on, e- on service dogs, right? So just to be clear, emotional support animals are not service dogs. So therefore, they do not receive the same accommodations. And some of those accommodations where it differs. So service dogs are allowed anywhere, literally anywhere, and emotional support animals are not. So you can't bring an emotional support animal into places like a restaurant or a mall. And the key difference between service dogs or like service animals and emotional support animals is the training aspect. So, for example, a service dog can be trained to guide someone who is blind, but things like cuddling on cue don't qualify. Uh, Basically, like, if it's something that the animal would already do naturally, like dogs, they do like to cuddle, right? They like to spend time with us. They like to sit next to us, cuddle, all that stuff. That doesn't count as um, something that they're trained to do because they naturally do that. But if someone has like a seeing eye dog or a dog that can detect when a seizure is going to come on or when you're having a seizure and they could like, and like, I don't know if you fall on the floor and you're seizing and they could like turn you over. Um, 
you know stuff like that like they have to be trained it's a trained skill and it takes years to do that is an emotional um excuse me that is a service service animal and a service dog okay so there's uh the major difference right there between the two so what accommodations do emotional support animals have uh there are a few a few big key ones too so under the fair housing act people cannot be discriminated against due to a disability when obtaining housing rules such as pet bans or restrictions are way for people who have a prescription for an emotional support animal and cannot be charged a pet deposit and also another accommodation the air carrier access act allows service animals and emotional support animals to accompany travelers on the plane the airline can require documentation that the person has a disability um and this is where so we keep using the word the, the word prescribed the uh, you know a psychologist psychiatrist has to prescribe something so if you're on an airplane they would require documentation and this documentation would essentially be this quote-unquote subscription and this subscription would would be essentially a letter that is issued by a mental health professional therapist or psychiatrist the doctor or the mental health professional who issues the letter must be currently providing treatment to you. So basically in this letter saying like, you know, you need this animal, uh, it, pro it provides you comfort, companionship, and it, you know, provides you mental wellness, essentially. Um, and uh, emotional support animals, are not limited to cat or dog like I said like the guy on the news that had a peacock or like people who have pigs um, but pigs are actually like really nice and they're cute they just get huge <laughs> um, you can have more than one emotional support animal but then you require documentation for each emotional support animal and even colleges now have adopted policies that students now can have emotional support animals on campus because now on-campus housing meets the definition of a dwelling under the Fair Housing Act. Um, and that letter that you would get from your mental health professional therapist or psychiatrist, it's usually valid for one year. Um, so the one year definitely goes for like when you're doing air travel. So let's say your letter expires today, uh, October 15, 2020, and you try to get on a plane with your animal and they require that letter. And uh, well, let's, let's say it expired yesterday, right? October 14th, 2020, and you're getting on the plane today on the 15th. Uh, that letter's expired and they would not accept it. So you do have to get a new letter every year from your psychiatrist or therapist, you know, whoever is treating you at the time for your mental health um, to make sure that it is valid. So that way you can have your emotional support animal on the plane. Now it's a little different when housing comes into play. Uh, a landlord may ask for a new one every year um 
most of the time they they don't like usually like one when you're first like signing your lease or whatever one and done is good but some landlords may ask for a newer one if it's more than one year old and you do have to provide that if you want to keep your emotional support animal and you don't want to have to uh you know pay for pet deposits and you know abide by like their your landlord's pet policies and stuff like that uh some things that i notice uh and that some people could like run into this themselves if they're looking into getting emotional support animal uh so like if you're googling like emotional support animals the first thing you're gonna see are like a bunch of these websites where you can actually register emotional support animal let's be clear you do not i repeat you do not need to register your emotional support animal or obtain any kind of certification this doesn't provide you legal protection and it's a waste of time and money okay so let's say you are not um being provided any mental um any professional help any professional assistance for your mental health let's say you don't have a psychiatrist a therapist or a counselor and you just have you know your dog or cat um and you're like i'm just gonna go online and just register them and get that certification myself let me tell you right now it's not valid it don't mean shit okay you're wasting your money um and it's not gonna protect you from anything like if you were to give that to a landlord or um you know a flight attendant when getting on board it's not valid and they know that but these websites are you know out here scamming people thinking like oh register your dog and you get this vest and you get this official certification no the official paperwork that you need is a letter from your therapist, psychiatrist, psychologist, whatever mental health professional that is treating at the time, you need a official letter from them stating why you need this animal. Okay, so do not fall for those scamming websites. Okay, um, and that was just a little background that I wanted to give on emotional support animals. I actually recently had a conversation with um, someone that well i guess he's like a comedian and um he has his own twitch channel um and he like put on his story like he didn't know much about like emotional support animals he's like how do i get my dog to be an emotional support animal and i reached out to him and everything that i'm telling you guys today like i explained that to him i was just like dude don't register them on these fake ass websites it's not legit you know, if you don't currently have a therapist or a psychiatrist or anything that can write in an official letter saying why you need this animal, you gotta go get one. Um, you know, I told him about the housing, you know, everything that I told you guys, I explained to I explained that to him. And he was like, Oh my god, thank you so much. How do you know so much about emotional support animals? And I was like, Well, the gag is I have an emotional support animal. <laughs> and um and I will share my experience with you guys. It's actually pretty great. So my emotional support animal is actually a dog to be specific. She's a pit bull. Her name is Athena, Athena the goddess. <laughs> uh, I love Athena so much. Like I tell her all the time, she's my first daughter. Don't actually tell my daughter that <laughs> when she gets older, but no, really, I, I love my dog so much. 
and um, let's see it's 2020 now so I always said that when I would be on my own have my own place and you know my own job well I've always had a job but like you know like a big girl job and then like not having to work like two jobs like salary and shit I was like I'm gonna adopt a dog and I always wanted to adopt a pit bull because they're really hard to get out the shelter especially like the older they are and I grew up with pit bulls uh back in the day when I lived in New York my dad he would breed pit bulls <laughs> right in the apartment and um he we always had a bunch of red nose pit bulls running around like my dad had friends that had pit bulls blue nose red nose like I just I grew up with pit bulls so I'm very biased to them and I know personally that they're not vicious dogs um it's all about you know who is raising them it's all about the owner and our dogs were very loving they were loving they were protective they were playful they were fun so I knew how awesome pit bulls you know I know how awesome they are so anyways so I think it was like I graduated college May 2016 and then I moved with uh I moved in with my boyfriend at the time because I got a job uh in the city that he lived so whatever I move and I move and I'm like so freaking lonely because like you graduate from college and everyone goes their separate ways right uh, separate ways right <laughs> sorry I'm getting tongue-tied <laughs> let me get a drink of water something let me try this quick <laughs> all right let's not get tongue-tied so everyone goes their separate ways right so um, essentially I, I got this job it was like my first like salary job ever and um yeah so I moved living with my my boyfriend at the time my my ex-boyfriend and I was like super lonely because he worked two jobs and I didn't have any family that lived where I was living um, I didn't really have any friends that was living where I was living and the people at my job like it was really hard to make friends with because a lot of them were like much older than me I was like the young kid at the at the office and whatever so yeah I was, like essentially like I was lonely right and you're going through like this huge transition in life like from college to starting your career and just so many undergoing so many changes and then you know at the same time like just battling on a daily basis uh my depression and anxiety so anyways um you know i basically i always grew like i always had a dog i always had a pet and my ex at the time like he had never had a pet and i was like dude you had a shitty childhood <laughs> no just kidding but i was like dude how did you grow up with like not even a fucking goldfish but anyways i was like i i need a dog because i'm like you work two jobs so i don't see you often and he was kind of like sucky <laughs> whenever he had free time he didn't really prioritize me either so that kind of made it worse but we're not gonna get into that so anyways i was like i need a, a dog like you need to come with me to the fucking shelter because i'm gonna lose my mind like i'm going through so much right now with my mental health with these new changes in my life and like honestly dude like you're not here to hold me down so i need a dog to hold me down right i need some companionship i need some comfort i need something to give me a reason to get out of bed 
in the morning, you know, like I, I, I need a dog. And he was very hesitant at first, but of course I got my way because I always do. <laughs> and um, so we go to the shelter and I actually fell in love with this one pit and her name was Peaches and she was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And so we played with Peaches for a little, we put her back in her kennel. And then when we finally decided like, okay, we're going to get Peaches, there was like this couple, this other couple that was adopting my dog and I was devastated y'all. Like I started bawling, crying. I was like, oh my God, they took Peaches from me. Like we didn't act quick enough. So, you know, we go back home. I'm devastated crying. He was like, you know, we'll go back to the shelter tomorrow and we'll look at more dogs. So we go back tomorrow and that's when I saw Athena. Athena had just got... Well, her name wasn't Athena at the time. I renamed her, but she had just got fixed and she was in so much pain and she was just like in this little corner crawled up looking like a little croissant. And I was like, oh, can we like take her out and interact with her? And they're like, yeah, you know, just be, you know, careful and gentle with her. Like she's still healing from her procedure. Oh my God, such a sweetheart. She's like so loving and she had energy. I was just like, I don't know what they're talking about because we were playing like catch with her like throwing the ball and whatever and I was just like okay this is this is it I want her and then this time I did not put her back in the kennel like I held on to her I was like because if we put her back another couple's gonna see them and see her and they're gonna take her so I told my ex I'm like I want this dog <laughs> like we have to get her and yeah he gave in to me and I adopted Athena four years ago I think it was like August uh 2016 and let me tell you it has been the best decision ever and like even though me and that guy are not together i got to keep her because <laughs> he knew how important she was to me and uh, honestly like the dog was for me it wasn't like one of those like cutesy couple things like oh my god let's adopt a dog together like no it was it was for me it was for my mental health and she helped me through so much like this dog is really a blessing like she saved me like let me tell you there has been times where like athena knows that i'm depressed and there has been times like i don't get out of bed all day and athena would lay in bed with me all day long cuddling and like she wouldn't like cry to be like oh i have to go pee or i have to go poop or i want to play like she just stood by me and just provided me that comfort you know there would be times where like i would be bawling crying and Athena would like run up to me and like jump into my lap. And it's just like, what's wrong, mommy? What's wrong? And like, she starts licking me and just like pushing me with her nose. And like right away, like my mood is, you know, getting better because here this beautiful dog is providing me comfort. And she has no idea that she's even doing that. You know, comfort that some freaking humans could, couldn't even do, you know? Um, you know, there were times, there were also times that I didn't want to get out of bed. And I was like, you know what? I have to get out of bed because Athena needs a walk and I need to go to the pet store and I have to get this and that. And she gave me a reason to, to start my day. And then once I would get my day started, like things would be better because then I spend the whole day with Athena and we're playing and we're cuddling and just bonding. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, I really really benefited from having an emotional support animal and when I got Athena I was receiving treatment at the time for from from a different therapist for my depression anxiety and I told them how beneficial it has been and you know yada 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 and um I was 
you know, looking into moving soon. And that's when I found out about like, okay, like your therapist is the one that has to write this letter. So that way, if you have a landlord, you have to give it to your landlord. And, um, you know, you don't, you don't have to be, you can't be discriminated against because of having a emotional support animal or, you know, having a disability like depression or anxiety. And they can't discriminate against the breed because that was another thing I was afraid of because a lot of places do discriminate against pit bulls because they really get a bad rap. And let me tell you, like my dog is not aggressive at all. Like she doesn't like other dogs and I'm cool with them. She's kind of set in her ways because I didn't adopt her as a baby. I adopted her as a adult dog because at the time I was working, well, I was working full time and I didn't have time to like, uh, train a dog to not pee in the house and stuff like that so I needed a dog that was already housebroken and knew like simple commands like sit and knew how to walk on a leash and all that and she was already set you know so it was it was a perfect match for me um you know and I got the the letter from my therapist and I you know I follow the steps like I should explain to you guys like getting that rewritten every year to keep it current and up to date so that way you know again I can't be discriminated against for having an ESA and I can't my dog can't be discriminated discriminated against for the type of breed that she is um but it has been so beneficial like in times where people couldn't be there for me whether it was they were busy or they're too far away or just really nobody wanted to be there for me like Athena has always been there for me like my dog holds me down and even though she can't speak and she can't like completely understand me obviously like I feel like her and I have an understanding and you know even though like some people would be like oh you adopted her like that's so great you saved her from the shelter like I really think that she saved me I really do because I honestly like I don't know when I think about some of the worst times that I ever had and I had no one there for me and I think about how Athena was there for me like it truly leaves me speechless it's just amazing how I don't know we just fit so great and I was so blessed you know to to have like really such a perfect dog such a loving calm you know fun playful dog because you know you know not every dog that you adopt from the shelter like some dogs you know you got to put in work because they come from an abusive home you know they have a lot of trauma that they went through you know or some of them are really sick they have like pre-existing conditions and you and you got to put some work in and I think the Lord knew that I wouldn't be able to handle all that just because of everything that I have to go through on a daily basis. So to meet Athena and to, you know, make, to have her in my life, like it truly has been a blessing. Like, I don't, there's no way other way to describe it. Like she's just, she's, she is just so perfect for me. She really is. She's, and she's so kind. Like even to, to this day, like it's been, four years over four years now having her and like she's kind to my daughter you know she she's never gotten jealous you know when I was pregnant she was still sweet and kind to me and protective and she's great with my daughter she's great with 
all people honestly like you come into my house and it'll be the first time athena ever meets you and she like falls in love with you and she wants attention and belly rubs and and treats from you you know like she's she's just great she's really a feel-good dog and i feel like anyone that has an experience like i did really you know would benefit from an emotional support animal so yeah I mean, I've had a great experience with it, and I already said that, you know, because I know eventually one day it will come that Athena will pass, you know, because that's just the cycle of life. Um, and I already said, you know, when Athena leaves this earth, I will adopt another dog and I will adopt another pit bull because I feel like that's what Athena will want. She will want me to give another pit bull a home like I gave her a home. And I just feel like for me, like pit bulls are just a great fit and having an emotional support animal is very beneficial to my mental health. So I wouldn't like stop there at just Athena. Like I would keep, keep that going, you know, I mean, no one could ever replace Athena. She has a special place in my heart. She is my first emotional, she's my first emotional support animal, but I know like how beneficial it has been for me and how it is like to this day that I would keep that going. So if you're looking into getting an emotional support animal, you know, I highly suggest it. Do it. If you want to get a cat, dog, um, I don't know, a rabbit, a pig, um, just don't be wilding and try to get like, um, I don't know, like a fucking giraffe or something. <laughs> cause then I'm honestly, I'll be jealous if you're able to get a giraffe. Cause that's my favorite animal. But, but in, you know, all jokes aside, if you're looking to get an emotional support animal, I highly suggest it. Um, I am biased to dogs and I'm biased to adopting. So if you can do that, you know, adopt, that's great. Um, there's a lot of benefits to adopting too. Like, you know, the pricing goes by their age. And honestly, the older the dog, the cheaper it is. And when you adopt, they get all their shots done there. And uh, they also get uh, spayed and neutered there as well. And you always could come back to the shelter, depending on what kind of services your shelter provides. Like you could come back for like uh, maintenance of your dog or cat, like shots and clippings and things like that. So, I mean, you that route is really great and it's uh financially savvy if you're thinking about that but yeah i totally highly highly suggest it if you suffer from any type of mental illness and especially like now in the pandemic you know it's hard to see family or if like if you're living alone during the pandemic you know you don't have like a roommate or anything like having some kind of animal companionship having an emotional support animal is very beneficial but remember don't just go get an animal and then hop online and register them at one of those phony ass sites. No, you know, start with, you know, if you're already under someone's treatment, like a psychiatrist, a therapist, a, a counselor, great that you're already on the right path. And then you can have that discussion with your mental health professional that um, is providing you care. They're like, hey, I have this animal. They provide me a lot of comfort and companionship. Can we look into getting a letter written up? So basically you could protect yourself and protect your animal. You know, like if, like I said, if you're renting, your landlord can kick your animal out or charge you a pet deposit, deposit or things like that. Um, 
if you don't have a, a counselor right now, if you're currently not under any treatment for your mental health, but you want an emotional support animal, then maybe this will motivate you to get treatment for your mental health. Because I know personally, like I've been in and out of therapy and I'm in right now, but like seeking that treatment has not always been the easiest thing. You know, taking that step to pick up the phone and call you know a counselor's office or something like that and get in and get started you know with an intake uh, appointment or something like that it's not the easiest thing to do I know that from experience uh, sometimes we don't want to do it it's scary it could be confusing too to navigate through all that but if you want an emotional support animal maybe that right there could be your motivation to uh, start treatment, to start therapy, or to seek a psychiatrist. I would, that's, that's my perspective on it. And maybe you could look at it like that too. Like, hey, this is my motivation. So if I want this animal in my life and they really do benefit my mental health, why don't I take it a step further and, you know, start going to a counselor and then my counselor can help me with this paperwork, right? <laughs> But um, yeah, I hope this was informative and I hope sharing my experience with Athena gave you a little bit more insight on how great and beneficial it is because she really brings me so much joy. She really is a great companion and she, she, I don't know, sometimes I, I guess she helps, she helps life feel like less shitty sometimes, you know? I guess that's the best way I could say it. You know, I, uh, it's like, it's kind of how like I look at my daughter now. Like I look at my daughter and I'm like, life is not so bad because look at you, like look at this blessing in front of me. And that's how I look at Athena, my dog. Like I'm just like on my worst days where everything seems like dark and it doesn't seem like anything's getting better. I'm like, you know what? Life isn't that bad because I got this awesome loving beautiful animal in my life so um, there you have it guys i hope you enjoy if you guys have any other questions about emotional support animals you guys can hit me up on the podcast instagram page at make the space with ashley that's no spaces it's just all smushed together make the space with ashley dm me hit me up uh you know if you have any questions on maybe like how you could start treatment so that way you can, you know, get that official paperwork for an emotional support animal, hit me up. If you have questions about adoption, hit me up. If you just want to share your experience with me, if you have an emotional support animal, you want to tell me how that's going, like maybe you have a cat or a turtle or a rabbit, hit me up. Let's talk about it. You know, let's share our experience together. And if there's any way I can help you, I'm more than happy to, you know? So slide in my DMs, okay? I don't mind. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in uh, next week. We're going to have a great episode about family estrangement. Uh, It's going to be good. Still doing more and more research on that so I could keep you guys informed. And yeah, just be on the lookout for that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to Make the Space with Ashley. I greatly appreciate all the love and the support. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you to my listeners, my followers, my friends, uh, family that listens. Like, I I love the, the, the love. Like, thank you guys so much. I have no other words to say. It's still unbelievable that 
to this day people are even listening and even care about what I have to say but thank you guys so much I really hope that I'm impacting people and helping people through this and like I said if there's any way I can help you guys out even more past this episode hit me up I am more than happy to help you guys out so until next time mi gente god bless take care